Hi, this is Peyton with Girls Gone Right, and today we are going to be reacting to a cut video. Basically, the cut is known for their very liberal takes, but I find it fascinating because it's a social experiment. So they basically are diving into society and culture and conversation and seeing how people actually behave and act in certain predicaments and how they are truthfully answering. So I find it very fascinating. And today we are going to watch 100 people tell us their body count. So I'm really nervous because this is gonna be dicey. It's gonna go either way. And also keep in mind, this is very liberal. A lot of their stuff is just very left-leaning and you get a whole different mix of people in here. So let's get to it and I'm gonna give you my thoughts. But before we get into it, make sure that you are subscribed to this channel so that you get notified for any new videos or you get notified if I go live. And if you are not already, feel free to check out Patreon. That is where you can go to support my channel so I can keep making cool videos. So let's get to the reaction. So since this is a very lib channel, my prediction is that the body counts are going to be very high and these people are going to promote sexual liberation and tell you that sex frees you, which is a complete lie. You guys already know how I feel about hookup culture and I think that it is just creates like, you know, the attachment issues. It's pair bonding and it does things chemically to your brain that people just don't understand. You have no idea what it's actually doing to you and what it's going to do to you your attachment and how you connect with other people. So I'm very nervous, <laughs> that is my prediction, but you know, I'm hopeful that maybe there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel and maybe there are going to be a few people in here that have that wealth of knowledge. How many sexual partners have you had? Ooh, so like my body count? How many sexual partners have you had? Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> like in my life or recently? Huh? Declined to answer. Yeah, we might have to skip that one. Uh, I'm not gonna answer. How many sexual partners have I had? A lot. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Probably couldn't count, but I will say it's less than 15. Who's more likely to lie, men or women? Both. I think both are liars. How many sexual partners have you had? What's your number? Zero. <laughs> Zero. So that would be a none. I've had my dick sucked, but other than that, um, kisses, nothing more than that. I had three girlfriends. You had three girlfriends? Yeah, does that, does that count? Well, have you ever had sex? No. Ooh. How many people have you slept with? I have one. Just one, Five. actually. One. 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 Just one. One. I know there's like a stigma about girls having like high body counts. And like, that's really scary. That's probably one of the things that stopped me from like allowing it to climb any higher. Not long ago, it used to be a negative thing to have a lot of partners. And now when you don't have a lot of partners, people just immediately think, oh wow, she's a prude or she's no, probably really judgmental. They don't think that. How many sexual partners have you had? Two. Two? Two. Two. Three. Three. Three people total. <laughs> my partner and then we've had a foursome with two friends. My friend, she keeps a list and I was like, you know, I should probably start keeping a list. But then it's just a list of three people, so. <laughs> I actually have a list on my phone. Oh, I have a list? I actually keep a list. What are you getting at? Do you have a list? I, I do. <laughs> Is that bad? You gotta track the history in case something happens. <laughs> How many people have you slept with? Four. Four. Four, I believe. Four or five. One, I don't think counts because it was like 
30 seconds, not even, maybe like two seconds. How do you feel about your number? I feel like my number could actually be higher, which I feel like is a weird no. response. I kind of wished I had a little more experience. Do you wish you had a higher number? Uh, I mean, I like sex, so yes. I don't wish the number was lower, but I do wish I hadn't had sex with certain people. Do you regret sleeping with any of them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was like a jackhammer. I was being jackhammered into the bed. It was awful. Some of them have been weird and like awkward. Like I had sex once and the power went out and it was like 100 degrees and we were like sweating into each other's mouths and not in like a sexy way. Because you regret sleeping with any of them? No, it was all an experience. It makes me who I am today. But your sex makes selfish, you who yes. you are? Y'all didn't deserve me. Have you regretted any? I do wish that I was a virgin. I got saved and then I got with my husband. So I've only had one sexual partner in this new life Love of that. mine. I feel like I paraded my purity around for a really long time. And then I was sexually assaulted and I was like, got it, guess that doesn't really matter. And so then I just paraded my sexuality around. How many so sexual sad. partners have you had? Five. Five. Five? Five sexual partners at this point in my life. Six? Six. Between six and 15. <laughs> it's a big difference. Is it because you don't know exactly? Girls gotta have some secrets. More than seven, less than 15. More than 10 and less than 20. What are the stereotypes around numbers? You know, men are studs if they sleep around and women are sluts. You got the high numbers, kind of a hoeing around, been around the block a couple of times, had a hoe chapter. Right now I'm like very heartbroken and like, I'm in kind of like a hoe era. I had like a little hoe phase. Have a hoe phase, like just do it. I definitely had like a bit of a phase, but I've kind of grown out of that phase. I don't think it necessarily reflects who I am as a person. I'd say a lot of it was like trying to find love and find acceptance through sexual intimacy. A lot of it was meaningless. Some of it was coping with, uh, with heartbreak from, uh, from someone else. How many sexual partners have you had? Maybe 20. 20. 20. How do you feel about that number? Not proud. <laughs> there is some shame built in. I'm worried about judgment and what other people think of me based on it. When you hear a higher number, you probably think that this person has a higher chance of like contracting STD. Nobody wants like a, a used car. <laughs> I don't think that's the right way to think. I think that's just society. There are a lot of people that will have high numbers deliberately for uh, for sexual empowerment, which I honestly am super supportive of. I, I am a slut. I enjoy being sexually open and promiscuous, but I also don't just like jump into things. How many people have you slept with? 20 and 40, somewhere in the 20 and 40 range. I got over 50 and lost count. <laughs> the number I stopped counting was probably around 50, and then I just felt like I just did not care to know the number anymore. And if you're my boyfriend watching this, like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. How many sexual partners have you had? What's your body count? Probably 50. How do you feel about that number? I'm okay with that. I'm not willing to just, like, go home with anyone anymore, which is something I feel like I used to have a bit of a problem with. I used to be very self-conscious about my number when it was low. There's a lot of pressure in society to be the person that's having sex with a lot of people. Whenever I was younger, I thought like having this higher number like meant something. But yeah, as I grew, I was like, yeah, that's not really for me. How many sexual partners have you had? 60 to 70 at this point. Do you feel good about your number? 
there's always room for, for more. But at this point, I'm content. Somewhere around 70. I also want to put an asterisk that for me, sex is any time I've given or received pleasure using like my genitals with another person. How many sexual partners have you had? Define sex. It depends on how you define it. Most people, like uh, my friends, are defined by body count, by like penetration. In the gay world, I think that you include oral because sometimes it's the only thing we can do. I'd say it's not sex unless something's going in a hole. Like PIV. I've had sexual experiences with a number of people. It's not just a penis going in something. Sex to me is oral sex. Um, and also like digits, like if you're, if you know, you penetrate with fingers, I feel like that's sex. How many sexual partners have you had? I'm gonna say at least a hundred. And that includes like oral, anal, like maybe over 150. Is it sex if the penis is in you, but like it's not hard? Yes. <laughs> what if you put a spoonful of ice cream in your mouth and then you take it out, but you don't eat it? then did you really have ice cream? Um, if you were allergic <laughs> to something and it was not ice cream, you would have an allergic reaction, yes. You know what? At this point, the limit does not exist. Okay, so that video <laughs> was something, but it's actually not as bad as I thought because they did start with people that were not promiscuous that said that they've never slept with anyone. So I like that they started with that and they were kind of on a roll and then it it went downhill. And some things just really stuck out to me in this video. One of some a few of the people were saying that it was embarrassing to have a low body count that society shun that and look down on that because they expect people and respect people more when they have a high body count. And I'm confused because I actually think that it, it's it's not that way. I think that if you have a high body count, people are looking down on you more so in 2024. So I think in today's day and age, we're kind of understanding what happens when you have a high body count. Like, what does that mean? What does that do to your brain? What does that do to your attachment issues? And what that says about your character. So I actually think it's the other way around. So I'm very confused that these people actually think that when you have a low body count, that you're not as cool. It's this culture saying the lie that we were sold was sex is liberation and that sex is empowering. So I think that they're referring to this feminist lie that we were told that men were also sold too. It wasn't just men or it wasn't just women that were sold this feminist lie that sex is liberating and you should go out there and have as much sex as you want because you can because that makes you empowered and it makes you a strong woman. I feel like men were actually sold that same exact thing that you should go out there and you should conquer women and the more the higher your body count is the more successful you are as a man that is a lie and we're seeing this not just in women but these men too I, I think it was more so that the men were leaning towards this stating that when you have a high body count that you're more respected which is really really sad because I think it's the other way around I think that if you have a low body count it just shows that you are more intentional and that you have more self-control so the sexual assault victim, that story is so heartbreaking because she said that she was pure before that incident happened. And then after she was sexually assaulted, that she felt unworthy and she didn't feel like there was a point anymore of protecting her promiscuity and protecting herself and respecting herself. So that breaks my heart to think that something happened to this woman that was out of her control. It was not her decision, but it was her situation. And that 
led her ultimately to not respect herself anymore, that she felt like she was just unworthy of loving herself. And again, this is the lie that they are selling you, that sex is liberation, that go out there and have it. It doesn't matter how many partners you have. You can have it with anyone that you want. And we're to the point in society where people are telling you you can have sex with a man or a woman. It doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what your pronouns are. You can call yourself whatever you want. You can sleep with whoever you want. You can have sex and do it in any way, anywhere, with any age, with any gender. It doesn't matter because sex is sex and it's just pleasure. And again, this is tying into this horrible sex revolution that we've gotten into because sex is not just pleasure. I think that's where a lot of people get it wrong. We're not supposed to be going out there and having sex with anybody that we want for pleasure because that releases a chemical in your brain that is extremely damaging because sex is not just pleasure. I think sex is such a beautiful thing when you're doing it for the right reasons. Obviously, when it's within a relationship and it's between two people, it is something that is supposed to make you stronger as partners and grow in intimacy and therefore grow your relationship and it just has other meanings than just pleasure. And we are currently in a pleasure-seeking world where now everything is about pleasure. It doesn't matter what it is. Everything has just turned into a pleasure-fulfilled world. I think everyone is seeking pleasure in everything nowadays, in sex, in multiple sexual partners, in sexual fetishes, living out these crazy ideas and making other people validate them because they don't actually have their true purpose and their true pleasure in life, which is faith. Everything is very secularist now. Every, we are flowing towards individualism and what comes with that is hedonism. Everyone is just self-serving. And when you live a life without morals or values and you don't have anything guiding you, when you don't have your anchors in the ground, like to me, my faith is my compass. It tells me right from wrong because there is a right from wrong. And when you ignore that there is, if, if you act like there is no right from wrong, you live a very confusing life because ultimately, whether you want to believe that there is a right and wrong or not, there always will be. If you want to deny it, that's fine, but there is still a right and wrong. So I think we are looking at a society where people have strayed away from their morals and values and their moral compasses, and they lack pleasure. They lack happiness. They lack purpose. So they're trying to seek it elsewhere in the world. And in the Bible, it says, do not love things of this world. And I think that is really relevant to what we're seeing today, that everyone is loving things of this world. People are seeking this in social media, in, you know, they're, they're following. Instead of seeking guidance from God, they're seeking guidance from people on the internet, where the likes are going, where the views are going. People are letting that be their moral compass as to what and determine what they do next. Another comment that someone made was sex is kind of awkward. And yes, it is awkward if you're doing it with someone that you don't know and it's hookup culture and there's no feelings there and there's nothing more than just the physical attention that you're getting in that moment and that physical touch that you're getting right in that moment. It is something that is your instant gratification and it is really awkward. You're doing something that is super intimate. You're taking off all of your clothes. You're literally stripping yourself for some stranger to see or someone that you don't really know or that you don't really care about. That is literally the most intimate thing that you can do with anybody, which I find fascinating that you can meet someone and, you know, give yourself to them the most intimate part of yourself. So yeah, it seems like it's going to be a little awkward. 
if you're just doing that with anybody and everybody, I guarantee you that if your body count is 100, that you don't actually know all of those people and you probably didn't have an emotional connection with all of those people because I can barely have an emotional connection with like 10 people, like actually like getting to know someone and liking them and having that go into a relationship. So I don't know how all these people are meeting each other and then just having sex because that is a really big deal to give yourself to someone in that way. Okay, so here's an example that I love to use. You are in the market for a new car. You go to a car dealership and you find a car and it's $80,000, except you offer $50,000. The car dealer says to you, it's 80,000, I'm not accepting 50,000. So your options are you can either go find a car that's within your budget or you can come up with the extra money and actually pay full price. This is the same thing with defining your value. And if a man is not going to treat you that way, then next, you will find someone that is going to treat you the way that you want, but you have to put that price on it. Just as there will be another customer that is going to pay full price for that car and pay in cash, you will find a man that is going to reach your standards, but you are the one that has to determine that worth and hold the value. Okay, and then my favorite was the guy in the overalls that said that he likes being a slut. That guy, that was just, it was a moment. I would never take advice from a guy wearing a shirt that says, I'd rather be sucking and shucking at the corn corner. I, I don't even know what that means, to be honest. I, I don't even want to think about that too hard and figure out what it means. But what an interest, interesting choice of, of apparel for this. I wonder if he knew that this is the, com the topic of conversation that he was going to have. So this is what he chose. Uh, because it's very fitting with his answer that he does enjoy being a slut. So you just, my advice is that you do not take advice from a guy in overalls wearing a shirt that says that. So all in all, I feel like that went a lot better than I thought. There was a good bit of people that actually had some morals and values and they understood the consequence of a high body count and they were not promiscuous or they had a body count of zero. So I think that was very refreshing that they started off with that and then it kind of just went downhill. But again, I think this is the lie that society has been sold, that sex is liberating. This is the same lie that we've been seeing over and over again, that lets females go on OnlyFans and think that it's okay and that there are no repercussions and there's no consequences to it. And there's no emotional damage from that. That is the lie that we are being sold, is that sex is just sex, porn is just porn. It doesn't matter. It doesn't do anything to your brain. We're all going to be fine. Just keep doing it. Just keep having pleasure for fun. Pleasure, you can get the, you can get it anywhere. Instant gratification. There is no consequence whatsoever. And this goes far beyond the sex revolution. This goes to a lot of things that no one wants to be held responsible for their actions anymore. There's no personal responsibility. They're trying to take that away. It goes beyond just sex. And I think we can see that right now with Biden wiping student loan debt, showing that there is no responsibility, that you are not responsible for your choices anymore. This bleeds into the pro-choice movement, which to me, pro-choice is not pro-choice. It's anti-consequence because your choice is having sex. That is the choice that you made. Did you get to choose that? Yes or no? Yes. So that means your there, what is what is the choice after that? That is not a choice. That is your consequence to an action. Having a baby is a consequence to an action. And people are trying to get away from any sort of consequences in life. And that is going to just lead us right into a hedonistic, self-serving society where there is no purpose, where there is nothing more stringing us along except just pleasure. And the world's not about pleasure. 
The world is not about self-serving. There is so much more to that. And I don't know what kind of society is going to end up here if we keep going in this direction. But I will say that there is some hope because there was a good amount of people in here that understood the consequence of sex and it, and it seemed like they were promoting good value. So I will say there is light, but we just have to keep talking about it. We have to keep having these conversations, especially with this younger generation that is all over social media and TikTok and seeing all of these influences and seeing people on OnlyFans make a lot of money. And they think that that outweighs anything. They think that the money that you're making on OnlyFans and the fame that you're getting and all that attention validates it and it makes it okay. So we just have to keep promoting the right narrative and keep making sure that that is a voice that gets heard. All in all, that is not the worst cut video that I have ever seen, but it will not be the last cut video that I've ever seen. And if you guys have any more interesting videos that are going to make my ears bleed and my eyes bleed as well, make sure you drop that in the comments and I am happy to be tortured for some enlightenment. So thank you guys for watching Girls Gone Right and I will catch you on the next episode.